is going on, everybody? We are back. Well, it ain't we tonight. It is just me here. Um, chilling at the house. Um, thought I'd hop on here, kind of break down some stuff that's going on and what all I've got coming up and going on in my life and kind of talk about some stuff that I've been looking at and discovering and figuring out as you just kind of, you know, everybody sits around and looks around on the internet at stuff and then sometimes you just want to talk about it. So um, first we're going to, we're going to talk about my new camera I got. I picked up the Canon R and I kind of did that because I wanted a secondary camera that would shoot um, 24, 24p at 4K for doing interviews and stuff like that and even shooting a little bit of real real time um, just cinematic stuff whether it's just um, gosh, that washer is loud. I can't even tell if it's on here. I don't think it's on here. My washer is off balance right now. So if you can hear that, hopefully, hopefully it quits in a second. But, um, I wanted something that I could shoot 4k at 24 and then I can do 1080 60, which is actually plenty good. I mean, we, uh, I watched a video today cause I'm a big time like, Hey, let's try to stay up, watch as much as I can. And, um, they were comparison 4k, uh, versus no, it was six. Was it six K? I think it was six K versus, um, 1080. And they did a phone, small screen, MacBook, bigger screen computer setup. And then they did a, uh, retina TV. And I think they both missed it on the phone which is where 90% of media is consumed anymore through TikTok, Instagram. Everybody's on their phone when they re- they're looking at it. So it's kind of kind of made me really have faith in 1080. I've been shooting a lot of stuff actually in 1080. And uh, it looks good. I can tell a difference when I'm editing it. I can, can't really tell a difference once a third over on my phone. But when I'm editing it, I can t- tell a difference. I've um, some recent stuff I did with uh, Jared um out fishing and stuff yeah uh, the slow-mo stuff was actually in 1080 and i can't it's kind of hidden pretty well when it comes to um comes to like on the phone but like on my computer i can easily tell it so i wanted something that like you know when it was on a phone when someone's looking at it i mean like i mean even if you're on facebook anymore you're not on your computer Unless, unless you're at work. I don't know very many people sit at home and scroll Facebook on a laptop anymore. If they're doing it, they're doing it on their phone. So that's kind of, I mean, that's that's kind of was my game plan with it. I picked up a, um, a kit, uh, it was the kit lens, the old school kit lens with it, which was a 24, the 240 lens. Um, it's got a, it's got a kind of a lower f-stop for people to understand. Um, I mean, a higher f-stop. Um, it starts at, it's F4, so that means like it's the lowest it'll go is F4. Um, most of my other lenses, I have two that are F2.8, and then I have my other F4 lens. But so basically, if it's early, early in the morning, that lens is not going to do the best unless it's real. For some reason, the sun's up and it's real good and bright, or you got a light going. But I don't, I don't need that lens for that. I, I have my other lenses. I mean, if it's early morning, I'm probably not going to be trying to do anything real far distance wise because it's not going to do, I mean, it's not going to do good once you zoom on any of those cameras. 
my R5 doesn't do good once you zoom early morning. Um, it doesn't do bad on the um, 70 to 200 lens, but once again, at 24, I can really, I, I wanted it because then at 70, like, if you if you ever mess with DSLRs, like, 70 is actually pretty far. Um, 24 is not even really can, I mean, that's probably a high wide lens is 24. Um, 16s, like at 16, 11, 14, those are all the low ones for a wide angle lens. So it's, it's getting the job done right now, but, uh, I'm not a super fan of the cage I ended up with on it. I did the same cage. It was on the, uh, R5, tried to set them up identical, same, everything buttons are all programmed the same so that it's legit just secondhand nature. I did have to move like one function to a different button because the R don't have the same have the spinning wheel on the back but it should be pretty cut and dry when it comes to picking them up and just using them it'll be pretty well the same buttons so i'm hoping to actually get some people start messing around with these and get them a little bit trained um i'm actually also planning on entering a um, little film contest that is due july 1st it's a four minute film I haven't like looked completely into it and figured out what i'm going to do yet but it will be with our the Canon R. Um, you have a budget that you got to go with, and the R5 definitely does not fit within that budget. So we're going to be using the um, the Canon R with the 24 the 240. So we'll see. I mean, that'll pretty much kill my budget unless I um, get with Tyler and um, get back to 70D, and then it'll be well under the budget. So I could do that, and then kind of upsize the lens maybe i don't know but i'm probably gonna go with the canon r because i want it to be at least be in 4k so that's that's what that's what camera wise i have coming up um going on media wise i'm uh i'm still doing some work with all country outdoors we actually have something come up next week we were trying to get it done this week um it'll actually be this podcast will come out on sunday it'll actually be tuesday after this comes out um we're going to be doing a a giveaway with his YouTube and we're giving away a bunch of um buck cage stuff. Um he's already gave away ten and I think we have five more we're giving away through YouTube. So it's gonna be pretty pretty exciting. I've got that video I gotta shoot with him coming up. Um just man, we had like hay for this week and it just kinda took over my life. Um Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was definitely hay all three days. Today it rained um, I'm recording this Thursday. Um, tomorrow we're cutting hay, most likely to get going for the weekend, so it's going to get busy. But that being said, I actually have two podcasts I'm recording this weekend, one Saturday night and one Sunday morning. Um, Saturday night is going to be with Harrison. He's just got his new topper for his truck, so we're going to be talking about that. He went down to Tennessee and picked that up, um, what all he's got planned with it, and basically talking topper versus no topper trailer stuff for different hunting what what we think would be the best um I, I do like the topper with the amount of decoys that we hunt here in the state but it's also going to give us a chance if we do start traveling going out of state and stuff that uh that'll give us a lot more storage that we don't have to worry about stuff flying out of the bed of the truck and then sunday i'm uh i'm finally getting to sit down with will i'm pretty excited so while this one's coming out i'll actually be recording the one for in two weeks with will and I think we're going to talk a little bit of turkey fishing cover a lot of stuff that might end up being like 
two podcasts, depending on how long it goes, or I might just let it roll as one. Uh, that that's that's what's oof, that's kind of all the media stuff I have coming up that like I can talk about. I have some other stuff going on that I can't talk about that hopefully everything falls through and we're going to be getting to do some fun stuff around here. Um, man, just, huh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else I can really say other than it will be with, um, with two companies that I, um, I don't personally use yet, but I've seen their stuff and it's, it's good stuff. So both in the outdoor industry, I think they're both going to be related more on turkey hunting. So that'll be cool. But we're going to, we're going to see. I think it might, might involve three companies. I don't know. I'm not for sure if the third company is going to be involved or not. I'm almost positive two companies will be. But we're going to see. I, I don't know how far that's going to go. There's a couple of conversations we got to have and then go from there. Other than that, um, yeah, the last thing, the vlogs. So I tried to vlog last year, and I basically did it around hunting season, and it just didn't. It didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't do a good job. Um, I I do a lot better job producing behind the camera than I do kind of in front of the camera. But I'm trying. I think this like. I mean, we're episode 24 on this podcast, and I feel like I've gotten a lot better about speaking, you know, kind of to a mic or to a camera and stuff. So we're actually going to start vlogging on the Canon R. Uh, I'm waiting on another set of mics to get here. I did buy a second set of mics for backup mics, the DJIs. I'm going to try them out. I do like my Rode Go Wireless 2s, but they... I do feel like their battery lives are a little low, but we're we're gonna see. Um, they're on back order, so I don't know when I'm gonna get them. But we're gonna start trying to vlog. Hopefully, when this comes out, we'll be we'll be kind of in the editing process. I kind of have some stuff planned, and it, the vlog plan is probably gonna be once a month, just because, and it's probably gonna be very very sporadic or very short. Um, it'll be more like what's going on, what's up kind of things. And here's the thing, like there's big spaces of big time YouTube vloggers life that you miss because they don't vlog about it. And that's kind of like they vlog like one day, they pick a day and they vlog that day and they kind of do something within the day. And that's kind of what I've got to learn how to do is just like grab the camera and go, you know, it's just going to be in the way. It's just going to be part of the day. So that's where I'm at now. And that's what I've got to learn. We're going to see how it goes. Uh, so that's that's all I can say right now about camera stuff. Uh, I do. I'm all. Oh, I am hoping to work with a um, with um some of my wife's family on a little project. It'll probably be late July before I get to be involved in it. They're doing um they do brewery tours, which I think is fun. I forget how many breweries they are in Michigan, but he's doing a YouTube channel about it. Uh. I think I talked about this on a previous podcast, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work up an idea to get mixed in with them and maybe go up and shoot one with them and kind of show them like my style, how I would shoot it with my cameras. I think they're shooting them on a phone right now. So it's kind of, uh, what, what can I say? It's kind of, 
it's kind of is what it is. I mean, I I haven't messed much with a phone, and I feel like you get very unless you're very very good and understand the phone, you're going to be limited. Um, I haven't looked at all the features. I don't try to look at all the features. I don't have to do a couple things to make photos look better, to do a couple things to make videos look better, and that's it. Um, but that so that's it. So that that's pretty much brings us up to um, what all's going on media wise. The podcast last week we didn't had a guest lined up, didn't work out, and then I didn't get a guest this week. Harrison's been sick. Um, Will couldn't do anything till Sunday, so that's why those two will be the following two weeks. Um, man, I man, it's been tough getting guests. I don't just working out schedules and stuff, and then. You know, you get someone lined out, and then they their life kind of gets busy, and then you go back to them, and they're just no longer kind of interested in doing it. So, and and it might be I don't that don't bother me one bit. That's I don't push the button. I just let it go and move on to the next person. I want to get people that want to come on here and tell their stories. And there's more people out there. I've got lists of people that I want to talk to, and some of them I'm going to circle back to. But, um probably going to start kind of hitting a little harder and trying to do a little more at guest along with kind of schedule a regular week that um we all get together. So every other week would be me and Harrison, me, Adam, me, Adam Harrison, um, try to get Tyler in here, us four, maybe all four at once, just kind of going back and forth, collaborating on stuff. That being said, I'm also going to try to sprinkle a guest in between there every other week. So that's where we're at, man. Um, I'm trying to stumble through this podcast, but I kind of am. Um, I'll take a drink here. Uh, yeah, no bourbon tonight. I'm actually out. I need to get some bourbon, some whiskey kind of ran out, uh, burned through the whiskey sours a bunch there for a while. They're pretty good. Well, I had some Woodford cherries, um, and those went very well. Very, 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 very good in a whiskey sour um, with some Woodford in it. Um, shout out to uh, Josh for bringing those up and leaving them here. And still got a few left, but I'm out of sour mix. And I think I have like a little bit of Woodford left. But I didn't. I just went with like a screwdriver tonight, some vodka and orange juice. So that's that. Kind of sucks. Um, It's not as good as a bourbon. I am looking for a a bourbon. If someone has a suggestion for a bourbon that's not um, so freaking expensive, I mean, like, I drink like two whiskey sours a night if I'm going to drink them. But, man, they're so freaking expensive because you do that like two two or three nights a week, and then next thing I know, like in two weeks, you're out, and you got to buy another bottle. I like to quit buying 30 and $40 bottles. But moving on to the next topic, we're going to talk fishing we're yeah we're gonna talk fishing now um i gotta go out and fish with jared the other night caught a couple bass on spinnerbait um watch him miss a couple on a frog i think we missed a couple on a jig uh river was completely trashed that video actually just dropping friday um so it dropped this past friday it was an example video i did trying to i'm gonna send it off to some people for Demonstrations like, hey, like this is what I can provide for your 
tournament trail and series um if you want to get involved and want to hook up and get sponsors and more sponsors involved i'm all about that but we're we're just gonna have to see what they say um man i don't i don't i don't know much else to really talk about that day but i'm am working on collaboration with um chase and um maybe getting out and doing some fishing on the river uh the kind of Kind of what my plan is, I haven't really broke it all down the chase, but after he finishes up the buddy trail, maybe in July sometime or uh, might be early August, we're going to like pick an area, go to the river, and just fish it and just try to break it down that day. Not like just try to start that morning and catch fish and break it down, like maybe take an hour, hour and a half and just film. And then we'll just fun fish the rest of the day for a couple hours. Um, got a couple spots I want to go to. Uh, man, I think, um, I think we're going to get Jared involved in that and, um, me, Jared and Chase and do that together. That'll be a lot of fun. Also, I've got to finish, um, some filming with Adam. That's, I was hoping to do it this weekend. Just not going to happen with us cutting hay and graduation and stuff going on this weekend. Some graduation party. So congrats to those seniors. Oh. Uh, what else I guess? Oh, fishing. I um ordered a shout out to uh, Beast Coast. I uh, ordered a couple of their jigs and talked to them, and they sent me a couple more to try. Great company. It's a it's a eastern northeastern company, and they're they they have some legit smallmouth jigs, which is awesome because I, I feel like this state we're made we're a lot more smallmouth than we are largemouth. Uh, man, I mean, like the tournament I fished. I mean, all the rivers are pretty much smallmouth rivers. Then you got the Lake Somerville's smallmouth, and I think the other ones are mixed. You can catch large, you get largemouth in them, but largemouth can still bite these jigs. They're just like they got good two aught sharp hooks, three aughts, something a little smaller than a four aught hook. You're gonna throw at something. Uh, definitely check them out. I highly recommend them. I've got a whole entire box of them now, thanks to them. So, shout out. Thanks. Beast Coast. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I thought I was going to try them out this weekend. Ugh, not going to happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It might happen. We'll see. Might be able to make it work Saturday morning. Um, oh man, from that. Uh, oh, so I, um, I get bored. Sometimes, and I decide to sit at home and I go in and do like the design boats and the all that fun stuff where you pick a boat and you go on a website and you start designing it. And you know, like I've I've looked at and priced electronics and stuff for for boats and stuff for a while now, but I never like really sat down and thought about it. But I uh, I was looking at these these are what the I'll tell you what the basic electronics are and stuff. So this is a Ultrax 112 trolling motor, 36 volt, a Helix 12 with a, the um, transducer GPS puck, um, a Helix 10, and a four-bank charger, um, three trolling an electric and the four lithium batteries to go with that. The price of that blew me away. 
I mean, like, I thought... I thought, like, oh, that's, like, not... Well, let me do my math here and make sure I am correct. Four... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Actually, the dollar value that's off a little bit, but it basically comes down to like twelve thousand five hundred is the dollar value of that. That is insane, and that's not including like the labor that you're going to get charged to put that stuff in. That's just like material. I I never like. I guess I never really thought about like how expensive bass boats are and stuff. And that's just, I mean, it blew me away. Like I sent Jared Texas like, Oh my God, electronics. And he's like, yeah, they're pretty expensive. That's why I'm, he, um, he added like Garmin. He already owned his Garmin live scope and then he bought his boat and he just put it on. him. Well, he went and had someone put it on, but I was like, man, if you wired all this out, you're talking, you're going to save 20 some thousand dollars. Probably by the time you figure labor, mounting, I mean, I'm probably missing mounting brackets and stuff. But we even, here, do I have, no, I don't have that. Um, Oh, wait, this Excel file does open. But, like, here's a breakdown of, no, no. Well, maybe it doesn't work. I thought I was going to be able to make this Excel file work. Um, for some reason it's not working, but let's just think about like the products real quick. If you take the mounts for both those graphs, you got the, both the graphs, you got the transducers for both of them. You got the troll motor. You got the, Oh, what was it? Um, the steps on your, the front steps on your boat. Um, the climb in and out. I mean, there's like a list of stuff. Man, I thought that was going to work when I got here at the house, but my internet's actually down. Oh, man. But it's it's like, I think I figured it up to like $23,000. That stuff amounts to. Um, I'm actually going to do a fun little thing and like price a bare boat. Like I am going to go ahead and throw the, the, um, the trim on it for the jack plate and the hydraulic on the, on the blinker. You can put all your switches, all your lights in it, and just do no trolling, no graphs, none of that. Leave all that off. Leave your troll, leave your steps off. Um, I had a couple other things I was going to leave off, and I forgot what they were. But just leave those items off, and just see how much it affects the price. Because like you, there's services out there you can pay to install that later on. Like you have um, the bass tank, and about any boat dealer will do it. They'll install it themselves. Now whether they're going to install it as good as the next guy. I don't know. Probably not. But that being said, I think there's something like if you're boat savvy and you want to, and you can install your own stuff, you can buy a new boat pretty a lot better of a price than you could buy a used one with everything on it that who knows what has happened to it. How rough water has been in like what's that motor really been ran like? I mean, some of these guys run their motors like they're they're getting a new one tomorrow and they ain't worried about today. Um, it terrifies me to death listening to some of these guys. Like, just watch them run their motors. And I watched the uh, the MPFL um, weigh-in, 
for uh, What's Bar Lake. They went there the week before. MLF is going to be there now. And they had, man, I wish I'd have counted. I watched the whole entire way, and it was like three hours long. Uh, I think they had four to five boaters that broke down and had to be have someone else bring them in, whether it be lure units, props, dead batteries. That's insane. But another thing to say is none of those guys were late. They all had someone that brought them in. So that's, an, like, I mean, that's the thing to speak of. Like one guy come in an hour early because the guy he picked up needed to be brought in an hour early because his check-in was sooner. So he wastes, he sacrificed an hour of his fishing time to bring that guy in to make sure that guy made it to, uh, to there. So they were having to share live well space. So then now you're putting, you know, anywhere from 10. I think, I think the average was like two per person or something. So let's say four to 10 fish in a live well. I mean, that's a pretty crowded live well. I mean, I think the weights were down some, but they were skinny fish. They were long fish though. But man, that's, that's something to speak of. And I was pretty impressed by that. A uh, shout out to, um, to there's a guy from Beckley, West Virginia fishes at. There's two guys from Ohio that aren't far from me that I'm actually going to try to reach out to and maybe try to get them on here. It was pretty awesome to find that out. Um, might use Chase to try to get in contact with the West Virginia guy, seeing that he was friends with him on Facebook. Um, I definitely shot the guy, friend request on Facebook and Instagram. So we'll see if he gets back to me. But I think that'd be fun to kind of talk to that guy and talk about that tournament before they head to their smallmouth tournaments, which I think that guy's going to love and do very well at because, once again, smallmouth state. So that's that's kind of all I've got fishing. Um, something that uh, we were going to try that I w- I'm going to start tonight that I haven't told the other guys yet, but I have plenty of them to go around while they start like figuring out as we start doing these. But each episode, I want to um, bring up a podcast that um, we listen to and like maybe it might not be a popular, popular one amongst the group or whether it's not very popular, probably on the internet or anywhere for like that, just something that they like listening to and while they like listening to it. Um, tonight's is actually going to be a popular one because it's one that I met, I met the guys a couple of years ago. That's how I found out about them at, um, the Ohio expo, but it's a working class bow hunter. Um, first off, I love their intro on their podcast. One of the best intros on a podcast. Um, the guys, they do a lot of different things. They give away a lot of stuff. Um, they do a thing every year, and they give away a lot of prizes to people if they come to a shoot, come to their shoot. Um, they get an interview, freaking insane people. Um, an interview that I absolutely love that they did was with Kip Campbell from Red Arrow, talking about his Lyme disease and how he kind of had to fake on camera being happy to be somewhere and hunt when he was actually deep down pretty scared. And it's, it's real emotion. And that's something that I really like. And they've got a lot of guests. They have one there and a lot of different things. And they shoot really big deer too. They don't have, they got really funny stories trying to think like some other, like they're just like, go check them out. They're, I wish they had like a, they do have a video now for their podcast. Um, they're, I mean, they have, 
they're Scott, they're like big, they're pretty big podcasts. I don't even know what they're ranked, but they're ranked probably pretty high in um, hunting podcast in the nation. But they, um, I think, I think what I like about them is they're just normal working class guys. There's nothing really. They're not. They didn't start their podcast out because they had a hunting TV show. They didn't start their podcast out because they had a thousand sponsors. They started it because kind of the same reason why I started this because they just want to sit around and bullshit and talk about every day and talk about hunting. So that's kind of that. That's that's why I think that's one of my top podcasts that I will always listen to, and I think you should go check them out. Uh, I know you can find them on Apple, probably Spotify. They're on TikTok. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Um, just go check them out and see what you think and uh, let us know if you like them or not. But that's my recommendation for the week, and that's pretty much going to wrap us up. Uh, we did a little quick show here tonight by myself, but we'll be back next week with um, with Harrison, and then um, Will Martin will follow up the following week and uh, hopefully a guest after that. So, we're going to head on out and get ready for bed and crash it for tonight. So peace. Mm-hmm.